Sisters, four women who love Jesus and who have committed to spending time together studying the Bible and growing in friendship with each other. We love being together and we hope that you will enjoy your time with us. Hi there. We are going to talk about Genesis 5 today. And we are going to tackle the whole entire chapter of Genesis 5, but we are not going to read the whole entire chapter of Genesis 5. We encourage you to do that on your own. One, we will take pity on Terry's poor tongue because if she had to read <laughs> Thank you. all of these names, it would be a little wild. And also, we know that um, Cain ended up in the land of Nod. And if you had to listen to us read all of these names and children and dates, then you also would be in the land of Nod. So we'll encourage you to just grab a little cup of coffee before you read through it and um, maybe make a little chart as you go along. But uh, chapter five is the lineage of Adam all the way to Noah and how everybody kind of trapes through. And we're talking like ages and dates and children, and it's, it's a little wild. So really very interesting but um, one of those more tedious chapters. Yeah. So sometimes like if we were to read this straight up, it'd be super confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so sometimes a good way to study the Bible or go at that is just pull out a little bit of information um, and then put it in a different format. So you'll be able to Google and you can look at this information and they put it in charts. Um, you might do like, um, I'm just trying to pick one. When Seth had, li- had lived 105 years, he became the father of Enosh. Um, after he became the father of Enosh, Seth lived 807 years and he had other sons and daughters. So what that kind of tells us is that 105, oh, wow, this is hard. It's 912 years for Seth. It tells us when um, Enosh came in. So that starts his line at the 105 years. Anyway, it's done in like a chart, a bar chart. Quite frankly, you can find it on the internet pretty easily. But to try to keep all that in your head as you're reading through text can be difficult. So just pull out those little pieces. What exactly would you call it, Rosemary, if you're going to search it? Oh, just, uh, it could be lifespans of the patriarchs, a chart, um, genealogy chart from Adam. I mean, you can find it in so many different ways, Mm -hmm. but look for the images. Yep. Put Mm -hmm. it on images, uh, not so much text. Yeah. And you'll find it. So let's hit some key points here and some key dates here for chapter five, because we, um, it talks about. um, Can I jump in super quick? Yeah. So some key parts for me that were driving me nuts were there are people in the line of Cain named Enoch, which was actually Cain's son. And Lamech comes in. We talked about these two guys yesterday. Well, Heidi Ho over here in the Seth generation, we also have an Enoch an Enosh and then an Enoch and then a Lamech. They weren't real creative on those names. So it's like there was one like Tubal Cain. Was mm-hmm. that 
oh, we know whose side he was on. Got it. <laughs> Cain. So part of me is like, I want to start referring to people like Enoch Adam or like Enoch Seth or something like that, or call him Lamech Seth. Cause it's like we're on the, um, on that side of this genealogy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, really? It's like everybody named their kid, Michael or John. <laughs> Or in the New Testament, um, everyone named their daughter Mary. Mary. Yeah, there's right. so many Marys. So many Marys, right. yeah. And so that's happening in here. So I just mm-hmm. wanted to point out to people, if you hear us talking about Enoch and Lamech, these are different ones. Mm-hmm. They're on a different side. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can just, if it's seeming like we're bouncing back over to Cain's side, just mention it. I have to that tell one. you guys a funny story. When we went on our vacation, <clears throat> my boys rented cars. So my oldest son is Matthew Thomas. Thomas was my maiden name. My youngest son is Thomas Blessing. So when they got to the rental car place, and they both made their reservations separately, they could not wrap their brains around them, Thomas and Thomas, and both are Dobbins. So one is Matthew Thomas Dobbins, one is Thomas Blessing Dobbins. And, and Matthew said it was like a three-ring circus in the rental car place because we... <laughs> We just happen to have Thomas in each of our names. Oh, so I kind of feel your yeah. pain, Rosemary. Oh, my goodness. It just yeah. it took me a long time. Mm-hmm. I did do circle and colors and things like that. So, well, yeah. if you think about it, so we talked yesterday about the fact that Adam could still be alive to see millions of people. I mean, surely there's bound to be a repeat somewhere oh, if you have that yeah. many. Yes. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and we talk, here's, here's another thing. We talk about, uh, if you read through Genesis 5, uh, it's kind of broken down into paragraphs. And each paragraph ends with, altogether, so-and-so lived so-and-so years, and then he died. Mm-hmm. So Adam lived 930 years. Enosh lived 905 years. Seth lived 912 years. Kenan, 910. Uh, Mahalel, Mahal, Mahalel. I don't Mahalalel. know. Mahalalel. So, I, I yes. looked it up. Mahalalel. There you go. 895 years. Um, Jared lived 962 years, which let me just tell you, I so appreciate the name Jared. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice and yes. easy. Nice and easy. Recognize. Yes. And then um, Enoch lived. Here's something that you should pay attention to. He's the baby. He's a baby, and yeah. this starts with um, Genesis 5.21. When Enoch lived 65 years, he became the father of Methuselah. We've all heard the name Methuselah because if you're really old, then you're like Methuselah. The living the man. Yes. So after he became the father of Methuselah, Enoch walked with God 300 years and had other sons and daughters. Altogether, he lived 365 years. Here's the big one. Mm-hmm. Enoch walked with God. Then he was no more because God took him away. Yeah. He did not die a natural death like everyone else. He did not. Nope. So then when you keep going, Methuselah lived, Methuselah lived 969, then he died. Lemek 777, then he died. And then Noah. But the only one here is Enoch. He was 365 years old. He was the baby, which is super crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. And then he was... So in sync with God that God was like, you're coming with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's, That's so good. cool. 
Can you even imagine like walking with God and him just being like, oh my gosh, yeah. you were way too awesome for me to be separated from. Just come on right now. I don't want to spend any more time away from you. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's super cool. Mm-hmm. So, read chapter five. It's very read interesting. chapter five. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So one thing that we um, touched bases about yesterday and then um, didn't finish actually talking about was uh, Angie said, was it Angie, did you say nobody names their kid Abel anymore or Cain anymore? Oh, Terry. Terry said that. She's like, you don't hear anybody named Cable. Cable. Oh, for heaven's sake. (laughs) Well, you don't, do you? Terry, why don't you say what you said? (laughs) (laughs) I just said, you just don't hear about people naming their kid Cain. Cain's a killer. Why would you want him to, you know, carry on a name? I actually looked that up because I was like, you're right. There's nobody named with the first name of Cain. So I Googled um, famous people named Cain. (laughs) And thank you, Wikipedia. It says that Cain is the first mentioned son of Adam and Eve in the Bible. Got that. And then the only person that all of Wikipedia has, granted this is Wikipedia, but the only person that Wikipedia has as a given name for Cain, so his first name, is an MMA fighter. That's it. I wonder if that's his stage name or if that was his given name. It right. says that it is his given name, his but given then name. there's all kinds of people with the last name of Cain. But the first name, the only person is an MMA fighter. Huh. There you go. And no one wants to be related to that guy. I remember I wanted to name my son Damien, and my husband said, no, no. <laughs> I love the name Damien, but now with all the connotations, it's like, yeah. right. Not, nope, not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I have a, a friend whose daughter did name her son Damien. And that's the first thing you think of every single time. Yeah. 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 Names well, are powerful. Names are mm-hmm. powerful. Um, also, during, after our last, um, our last recording, we brought back up verse 26 in Genesis 4. Um, Saph had a son and he named him Enosh. At that time, men began to call on the name of the Lord. And what someone, Rosemary, I think, said, and Angie kind of agreed that um, they thought that was a negative connotation. So there are two things I looked up because I knew I read something in the commentary about it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, at this point, two distinct groups are appearing those who show indifference to sin and evil, and those who call on the name of the Lord, the descendants of Seth. Remember how we said Seth has taken the place of Abel, and he's the line of righteous, I quote, unquote, righteous people that lead to Jesus. So Seth would take Abel's place as a leader of a line of God's faithful people. So maybe it's both. Seth, Seth is the one who, who follows after God, right? Right. And it's his, it says that at, um, his people Seth had a son. So we're talking about Seth and his line. And that's when men began to call on the name of the Lord. Uh-huh. And Seth is the one who's going to be carrying on that quote unquote righteous line. 
So I think they did start to call on the name of the Lord it, as as God. Yeah, I, I think, think of it as negative. Like, um, I think we talked a little bit about Cain's line. You know, Cain's been banished from the presence of God. Right. And so think of how that might have poisoned his whole line to think that God was not a good God. God was not anybody that they wanted to worship because their ancestor had been banished from his presence. Um, so that, that could have been a whole people group over here who were not worshiping God right. or had no desi- and had no desire to. Um, but Adam and Eve certainly had other sons and daughters, mm-hmm. right? So it's with Seth's birth and um, his son that we start seeing now that second, that the actual people group of people who are willing and wanting to worship God and follow him. But I'm sure there were some individuals who did, um, but maybe not a people group. I feel almost like that gives the real clear um, you know, you don't talk a lot about mediocrity, just in general. We don't talk about, we talk about the extremes, right? So we know Cain's line is the extreme. He's been banished. And then Seth line, Seth's line is the extreme because he is the, he is the line of righteousness. Mm-hmm. And so surely you would think that there's some middle ground somewhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, cousins have got to be talking somewhere. Like this guy doesn't have this. They have been banished. They are out you know, um, and look at the awful things that they're doing. You know, the seventh grandson or whatever he was is like, hey, multiple wives, by the way, killed a guy. It's really going to come back bad. I'm going to be punished 11 times more than Cain was. Yeah, and he didn't seem particularly upset about that. No, it was almost (laughs) like a badge of honor, right? Yeah. Well, and then he says, and then I got... I want revenge for whoever kills me. I want you guys to go out and get him 70 times seven. Yeah. I mean. So he's passing on that legacy of hatred and killing. So here's something that I wonder, um, because I don't know how banishment works. I mean, I know that there are cultures and that there are places where, like, when you're banished, like, that's it, right? Yeah. Um, So... Cain was removed from the presence of God as a punishment and not just because um, he made a mistake, but because he really was like giving God a big fat up yours mm-hmm. in a not, I mean, even worse than that. Sorry, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like the biggest middle finger of them all is what Cain is giving to God. And so God's mm-hmm. like, this is it. Like you are, you're out. Right. Um, so if you're banished, would you talk about it? Would you pass on the things that you knew or like, how did, how do you think that worked with God? Did he like wipe all of that? Did he just say, this is it, we're cutting you off and now you move forward and there's no relationship and there's no he, he couldn't even long for that relationship, right? Because he was cut off and he didn't long for that relationship before. So then as you go along, do you not even acknowledge God as I your think generations he has, are going? I kind of feel like he has to because he has the mark. 
whatever that mark is that prevents people from killing him is right out front for everyone to see, like we talked about. The people are going to have to say, I don't know, let's just say it's a big cross on his forehead, tattoo, whatever. People are going to say, what's that about? Yeah, that's a great point. I don't know, maybe. That makes a lot of sense because it makes it so that people have to think either they know because he says that they knew what that would be. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a really good did, point. I think he did talk about God. I think he just did it in a twisted way. Yeah. Mm. You know, like God thinks he, he'll give you everything or he says that, but he won't. Mm-hmm. The same stuff we tell ourselves, same things we hear. God says he's real, but he really isn't. And if there had been some form of repentance, maybe things would have been different, but there, mm-hmm. there obviously hasn't been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. Just, the whole thing mm-hmm. blows my mind. Like these people are all alive, alive when all of these things are happening and they've been around long enough that they've literally seen it all happen. <laughs> yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we joke that, oh, I've, I'm old enough, I've seen it all. But these people have literally seen it all. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 You know, it, it, speaking, I was talking with my husband and he was like, he was like, Methuselah, he goes, really? That's a long time, honey, for someone to be alive. And I said, no, get this. After Noah's 500 years, after, let me just get, this is uh, 532. After Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. <laughs> <laughs> he's like okay like i don't know about that <laughs> i was like yeah i was like yeah it's one of those mysteries but then maybe it isn't Go ahead. well the gene pool isn't ruined yet right those yeah. things haven't come into play um and and so they're still able to like live long on the earth and to and prosper um, I prosper and life expectancy still changes all the time. I mean, it goes up sometimes and then it comes back down and shrinks sometimes like this, this past year, the new life expectancy numbers for men and women in the United States have shrunken. Really? Yeah. Too much stress. I, I don't know, but I know that there our life expectancy oh, is down, but in my, in my lifetime, it's been growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. So now we'll see. And and I know there's that verse of something 120 years. I can't remember where I was reading it. That's probably coming up pretty soon where God said that. Um, Oh, another part about this though. um, Man, you were referring to it a while ago, Suzanne. And, and I don't have an answer for this. So I'm just kind of putting it out. If anybody wants to email us, we would really appreciate that for you guys to have the answer, but all of a sudden, so we know that God I don't even know how to say this. There's something happening with the earth. Why did God curse the earth versus them? Why did God, um, we're seeing these life expectancies going down. It's almost like God took the environment and made it hostile when Adam and Eve, Mm -hmm. when they said the environment became hostile, right? Um, there's something about the earth. And then I'm like looking at like the global warming or how things are happening, just pollution in general. It's disrespectful of the earth. Right. But I'm just wondering if this pattern is increasing 
Um, oh, that's that's good, like, Rosemary. I don't know if it's good because I don't know the answer mm-hmm. on this. But a destructive pattern increases, right? As our sin increases on the earth, a destructiveness of the earth. There's something, I don't know, I'm not... I, the Bible says, Rosemary, that the earth is groaning under the burden of this, yes. the burden of sin. That's what this is. It's the burden of sin. And so as man's sin has increased, mm-hmm. the consequences of that sin on the earth have increased. So then also looking at Cain spilled Abel's blood on the earth. Abel's blood cries out from the earth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? His, his, his blood comes out and testifies. Um, mm-hmm. His... And but then it's the sprinkling of Christ's blood yeah. upon the earth that brings us. Well, it is the sprinkling of Christ's blood on the earth, but on us. Mm-hmm. And because just, we are part of the earth, that we're made from the, the elements of, the of this earth, from the dust. So there's no way to separate us from the the whole of God's creation, because we were made out of the earth. And we would not be able to be sustained without it. I mean, I know that's a stupid thing to say, but at but certain levels, yeah. we've gone through Genesis where he has created yeah. the earth, he's created the environment, yeah. he's put yeah. the um, forces in motion. He's we've got to have things. the air to breathe and the water to drink and the food to eat, or we can't survive. So right. we are tied together. Um, mm, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. So just, that's good, something good to think about. Yeah, please keep thinking about this. Please right. let us know. If you have some thoughts on this, uh, it just occurred to me last night. So I haven't had really had time to go in. So a typical way, by the way, that I would approach this, I would start looking at the earth. What's God doing there? I would start looking at the blood and what does the blood do with the earth? And I, and the other main way was God, please help me express this. Please give me your words to get this concept. Well, remember Uh, Rosemary that we are winding down to Jesus coming back. Okay. Right. There's like a countdown clock and we are counting down to his return. And the word says that a lot of things are going to happen on the earth as we draw closer to the fulfillment of that wind down. Yes. Did yes. Like the hurricanes, that? hurricanes, earthquakes. the earthquakes, all that stuff. Plagues, and a new earth. And then a new and then earth, a new earth comes. Yeah. So all that is just like swirling around in my head. Yeah. Mm. And I thought, by golly, I could make that happen in everyone else's <laughs> well, you can pass that gift on to all of us, huh? Yes, well, I don't have to be alone in this. <laughs> That's right. And listen, that is a perfect segue to what we're going to talk about next, which is the flood. And mm. you want to talk about the earth changing. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that's, yeah, that's going to be a biggie. That's going to be so, a real big. Let all of on. that noodle around in your head <laughs> while, while we're uh, off for the weekend. And okay. then join us next week when we talk about the flood. Perfect. So, Here, you, you want to close? Nope. Rosemary, nope, you're going to pray for us today. Yeah. God, we praise you. We just know that we can come to you with an- with questions and not need to know all the answers, Lord. And um we can look at what your word has established, God. We can look at all of these generations of people who've come before us, Lord, and know that um, you position people to tell your story. People were in your story. We're all a part of your story. Um, and and just to be able to look back and how you've um, foundationally built this story and um, told us about ultimately who you are and who Jesus is in this plan of salvation that you have for us, God. 
we just thank you, God, that um, you are faithful, that you are good, you are trustworthy, Lord, that we can come to you when we don't know, and we can come to you even when we think we know, Lord, because you have new revelation knowledge all the time for us, Lord. We just thank you for this opportunity to study your word. We thank you for this opportunity to be together and to share your word, Lord. And we ask that hearts and minds are changed or questions can come into people's minds. um, That ultimately, Lord, the answer is you. The ultimately, Lord, it's your revelation of what you want us to know about you, God. And so we just thank you for this opportunity. We just praise you in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And cut. <laughs> <laughs>